0: Thank you, everybody on BBS, for joining us this evening. This is the One to Night Call Questions and Answers with Yellow Elohim. Welcome to the One to Night Call. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Wayne in Sedona. Hi, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Hi, Antonio. Hi, Wayne. new I knew it was you. Welcome to the one-minute call. Oh, Would you like to see your name and location? Hi,
1: Antonio. It's Jeannie in Citrus Heights.
0: Hi, Hi Jeannie. 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 And if you want to submit a question, it is question at intelligent-infinity.com. hey Don, if you knew at intelligence infinitycom
2: yes. okay done yeah i went if you if you knew it was me you know what that means uh no i don't know that I just know pe- it, it means you pierced the veil <laughs> oh temporarily to yeah, pierced it for well, some better information than that. More useful
0: information. Well, you get what you get and you don't get upset.
2: I get what I You get. know years ago Years ago I I had a girlfriend. Okay. Me too. And oh good. And we were playing music together, and I remember so often we would be walking down the street, and I would be humming a song in my head, and she'd start singing it out loud at the same place I was. Now, that's an example also of piercing the veil.
1: Wynn, you may be in charge of the console tonight. I don't know if Heise is available.
2: No, no, he He's called not. me. He said he, said he was going to be late. Is that
0: kind of the same as, um, like, I was driving and I thought of a radio, like a, a song and the song came on and it happened like three times in a row
2: mm-hmm. yeah I used to do that too you know it's not like you can see through the veil and pierce it and say well tell me about Bonnie and, you know and suddenly you get a message about Bonnie it's it's more subtle than that. It's, it's like, um, I'll give you another example. We were all at a restaurant in Carlsbad. It was with Terry, and I can't remember who else was sitting there. And we had a waitress. Would you like to say your name in your city?
3: Hi, this is Terry in Sedona. Hi, hey, Terry. Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi. I knew it,
2: I knew it was you, Terry. <laughs>
3: okay. Hey when
2: I, mean, I just another question about a veil. I was wondering what would it be like if there was no veil? That might be interesting. Well if there was no veil, everybody would know everything about it everyone else. And uh and no well, one could get yeah, away with nice it. Nice. No one could get away no one no one can get away with anything. That's why when you go in the higher realms, there's no veil, and everybody has some degree of cooperation.
0: You can't everyone over. Nice. You'd have to be nice all the time. I think this I don't, is don't
2: the,
0: the last
1: dimension that How is veiled.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think the fourth sense, you have to ask that question, you know? You want me to add, add that to your question, Don? Add it on if it seems uh, seems like it fits. Yeah. In there. But like I was just going to give another example um, that uh, uh, we were at this restaurant, and would you like well, to say your name and your city?
0: thank you,
2: thank you, Antonio.
0: You're welcome.
2: And and the, a waitress was there, and uh, you know, I was just there, and it's hard to explain. I was tuning in with her. You know, I I could feel her vibe, and out of the out of the blue, I said, "Is your father a cop?" And she said, "Yes." Okay. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: And I have no idea how I did that, and. I can't do it on demand, you know, Uh, but it's kind of like you're a little off center and you get a thought and, you know, the thought has some relevance to it, you know, that's all.
3: Yeah, didn't you walk up to a guy uh, in a restaurant once and say... uh, did you write a Broadway hit, and he said yes,
2: <laughs> oh that's right that was that was that yeah. was Cindy's former husband right that's right, yeah, but that's yeah. just wind, that's just win wind standard breaking the ice question
3: <laughs> right, oh, <yeah>. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really breaks the ice listen it's still like oh, I know you <laughs> uh-huh.
2: The, the the thing about it is, you can't do it linearly, you know. And I wouldn't want to do it linearly. I wouldn't want to say, "Well, I want to know everything about everyone," you know. And and that's what it would be like if the if there was no veil, right? It, in this realm, it would be like an imposition on people's privacy. Oh. And and sometimes we can still be an in imposition. Um, but you know, when you're a little off center and you have a thought float into your mind, oftentimes you may find that that thought connects to something that is relevant. That and would you like to say your name in your city?
3: This is Edna Bates, it's in homish Washington.
1: <laughs> Hi, Edna. Hi,
0: Edna. Hello. Should we get started?
2: Six yeah, you're all right. Well, I've already started. And uh, yeah. let me recording. start the recording. Here we go. The
4: recording has started.
2: This is March 30th, 2022. Winfrey and Terry Brown in Sedona. And hello to everybody, if there's anybody listening on BBS. And on Wednesday night, if you're not, if if you're someone that's not familiar with us, we've been having conversations with what identifies themselves as group souls in very high dimensions. They have the ability to look at the lower dimensions and and see things that are going on. And they also have the ability to project energy into these dimensions. And we have a lot of calls, and many people on our calls experience and an upliftment of their spirits when they're on the call. And the people who are regulars kind of have gotten into quite a bit of affinity with each other, and uh, you can listen in, and well, would do I... like to say your name and your city? And you don't have to and i'm gonna I'm gonna mute the dings, know if I can remember how to do it muted, okay. we're all muted, and everyone there's no more tones coming in and um So what happened, my experience was, sometime in 2002, Terry Terry Brown and I have been friends for a long time, and she tapped me and woke me up from sleeping and said, get the tape recorder out, and a voice started talking to me. It said it was the Council of Elohim and they wanted me to ask them questions. Thus began a series of dialogues between myself and what identified itself as the Council of Elohim. And I say what identified itself is because at the time I looked up the word Elohim and it was identified as one of the names for God in the Old Testament and the name the Mormons used for God. And when I asked them, Are you the same Elohim? they said, They were part of the same. And I said, Why are you talking to me? And they said, You're like a cosmic midwife. You know how to bring these things into the world, and you don't have ego about it. And thus began, uh, you know, at this first conversation, I'm saying, Are they really who they say they are? What does it mean? if you're part of God, how do they interface? And I went on and started asking him loads of questions and, and they answered them in a way that Terry could have not answered them. And she couldn't have known those answers. And I'm still trying to decide if I trust them. I mean, what am I supposed to do with this? Am I going to have to prostrate myself? And, and you know, I just didn't know, but I was being open, and I said, if it's true, it's going to have to prove itself to me one way or another, and it did. And I'm not going to well, all kinds of, Synchronicities and little miracles happen and explanations for the way the world works that I have never heard in all my life. I studied all kinds of metaphysical things and readings and going to gurus and that was 20 years ago. And here we are, and we're still asking questions. And on Wednesday, I ask questions that people send me. And they're not they 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 can see what's going on with a person and their conflicts and whatever. They can see a person's past lifetimes. And but They're not here to satisfy your curiosity. They want to create, according to them, and I I know this is true, everybody's on an evolutionary path. And we go through many lifetimes. And connecting with them speeds or can speed Your own evolution, and everyone has to use this to see how it works for them. And asking, having the opportunity to ask a question, can be a big deal. Okay, so we're going to start and ask some questions. Okay, and um, we. We do this little invocation to make a clear energy to bring them in and to keep any negativity out of the call. So here we go. Father and Mother God, we ask for the presence of the light, surround and protect Terry. Myself, everyone on our line, everyone listening to us on VBS radio, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything, none of that nature must leave now." And when they introduce themselves, they'll introduce themselves as Ra'an, and they are a combination of two group souls Who are working together to answer these questions? The Elohim part of it is a group that is pure energy or pure consciousness. And there's millions of them. We don't have millions on our call, but there's millions of them, and they were. Kind of an offshoot of what they call the uh, one is in a creator of the first awareness, and they existed before there was a physical universe and and we've asked them thousands of questions about how everything works, and they have patiently given us the answers. The other group soul identifies itself as the raw group, and the raw group is a group of souls that graduated this realm, had bodies and lives like us on the planet Venus hundreds of thousands of years ago, and they got off the wheel of reincarnation. And the Ra group has certain wisdoms about how this realm works that the Elohim doesn't have. Or they have it, but they have it vicariously. They don't have it experientially. They have it from watching us, and they've, they've learned a huge amount. But in some questions, the Ra group is better suited to give an answer. So, on that note, I'm going to turn it over to them, and they'll introduce themselves to you.
3: We greet you in the love of the One Infinite Creator. We are assistants of the One Infinite Creator. We are not God. We are merely assistants, assisting where we may. And that is one of the reasons that we connect with your group. We wish to assist. We also wish to let you know that you are not alone, that there are higher problems that you can move into as you get more knowledgeable. We are here to assist people who wish to uh, evolve and to learn and to grow. If we ever see anything that doesn't make total sense to you, please just disregard it. We are only here to assist wherever it can make sense and assist you on your path. We come directly to you. We don't come through the telephone line. That is where the voice comes from.
2: Do you have questions? Yes, I'm going to ask the first question tonight, and I have been, I've had the experience, and it's getting more, more and more consistent, where I'm aware when I call on you that I can have energy move and open in my body. Yes. And, you know, in when, when the first six months when I was asking questions, I didn't have that experience, and I asked about it. You were asked, getting how does more open. El- yeah. I, I said, How's the, how does the... And I was just talking to the Elohim at that time. How does the Elohim uh, work with people in this room? And how can someone tell uh, they've made a connection with you? And you described what I just mentioned. And then I gave that talk in San Diego. And the room filled with light that people could feel. Because when they walked out of the room to buy books, um, they were telling people they could see auras. And I know that people would like to have the experience of being able to get out of a depression, to open up an area in their body where their energy is blocked, and it's an amazing experience to have some control over that. And I, I could probably do a whole Sunday call on this, but I just want to open the door and ask: uh, How can people have that experience? And should they? Is there a difference? In the experience, when the Ra group connects with you, and with the Elohim group connects with you,
3: yes, there is a difference. When the Elohim group connects with you, um, you may experience a light pink, light a um, very light pink. Uh, there is the intersection between our um, I are mean, interface with you and your interface with us. It creates a light pink light, so you may experience that. If you are open to be connected, then we are there to connect to the degree that you are open for connection. We do not wish to overwhelm you or uh, to... Um will pass over your free free will uh so we are very uh gentle with with the approach uh and you may experience that light pink light of connection that would be the uh the group with the Ra group it is uh you may not experience the pain type, but you may experience um uh, thoughts in answer to your question that they may be uh, sending you
2: we so the raw group, group is more verbal
3: mm, more uh into um uh, intuitive or um more telepathic.
2: Yeah. And and then, you know, I was giving a talk, another talk, I think in LA, and somebody took my picture and I had this huge blue turquoise aura on my elbow. <laughs> and I asked a question about it afterwards and the answer was that that was a member of the RAW group who was looking in on us.
3: That's correct.
2: And then there are many times, a number of times, when somebody has taken my picture, and I was surrounded in pink light in a, in a way that shouldn't have happened.
3: Well, it and, should and have I... happened in that you were connected with... Us uh, the Elohim.
2: Yeah, but I mean, in normal reality, there was no reason for that to happen. And, right. You, you know, and and it happened in such a way that I knew that it was the Elohim coming down. And the real question I'd like you to answer is: I've learned that if I sometimes. If, if I'm out of balance, and I sit and meditate, and I call on those energies, I can shift my state of mind. And I want other people to know that that's possible, to try it. Uh, yes. And, and, you know, it's just... Uh, it
3: can bring you in balance to connect with our energies. We are very balanced.
2: Yes. Okay. Now, the first question for tonight is from Bonnie Pinners. I understand that dreams have purpose and may be predictive or may be a way to use the creative dreaming state to learn or to work that past life traumas work out past life traumas. Our sources recommended asking for dreams. I would like to revisit the recurring childhood dream where I was attempting to fix our broken spacecraft and got myself and crew and get myself and my crew back home. Is this possible? My recollection is still pretty vivid. But I would like the chance to rework the puzzle for a more positive outcome. Thank you for the opportunity.
3: Your spacecraft is long gone, Um, so it would have to be a different mode of operation, which could be for you to... um, Ask her for the dreams about how to get home, or um, how to resolve the unresolved dream of trying to fix this machine that uh, was very frustrating, and uh, you didn't have the proper parts or the proper um, setup to um, to fix it. to realize that you didn't have the proper means to fix it Um, could be one way to dream your way through it or uh, to uh, accept reality uh, that this wasn't going to be able to be fixed or to have another dream scenario where somebody shows up with the proper parts and uh, fixes it, and you're able to watch. This could be in the dream state and would be um, uh, working your way through the problem in the dream state, but not necessarily um, in uh, bringing back your machine or fixing your machine, but in resolving your ideas about
2: it. Thank you. And I, I should mention that there have been many times when, and in the, particularly in the past, when this was first starting, where I was writing down my dreams and I was getting messages in my dreams, which I believe were connected to the Ra group at the time like wisdoms, and uh, like they were monitoring me, and uh, I think if somebody starts to reach out and to do work where they need the wisdom to do their work better, um... I don't know. What are the circumstances where the rock group makes that decision to talk to someone in that way? I know David
3: Wilcox was
0: having that experience.
3: It depends upon uh, their uh, passion towards getting the information. Uh, they're asking their, uh, their desires and, and they're putting those out in the universe or the proper sources to bring in the answers, attempt to bring them in then.
2: Thank you. Don Herman, is there a way for people in 3D to get around the limiting and blocking effects
3: Of the veil. Thank you. Yes. The veil is composed of actual manifested things. It is composed of your body. It is composed of your genetic heritage that appears through your body. You can learn to uh, distinguish what is your. Uh, body images, your history, um, things showing up uh, in your dreams or in your life from your history, um, your genetic heritage. That is one source of the veil, your genetic heritage. Your body is a source of the veil. Um, Uh, how belabored your mind is. How much mind chatter do you have? Ask yourself how much mind chatter. Your mind chatter can act as a veil. Um, Do you you have mind chatter or when you're still, can you just be totally still? Um, The more you can be totally still, uh, the best of avail veil your mind makes. But it is not something where you can say, oh, mind, um, go away, uh, because uh, dhyadism is the way it works. Um, there are ways to um, lessen mind chatter uh, to observe what the chatter is. And... Uh, the chatter could be uh, inner workings going on within your mind. It could be uh, attachments in, in in your space, within your own space. It could be um, chatter from the environment, from the media, from the news, from the consensus reality, uh, and uh, you can learn. Uh, if you observe, like what it is that you're seeing there, and then dis- dispense with it, because that is creating a veil. Um, your your body can create a veil. Um, your your belief systems can create a veil. It's- So, you can work to eliminate aspects of the veil so then you can see more clearly, both inner and outer.
2: Thank you. That was a good question, Don. Thank you. Edna, Edna would like to ask for an update on our Aunt Vera, who was on the other side. Yes. Last time we... Last time we checked, she was getting our message to calm down. How is she doing now? Is she considering moving? Uh, to the heaven knows. Uh, she's still
3: a little bit nervous and, and uh, upset with her uh, inability to control things, like the things around her, like the physical things. She's upset with her ability, uh, her lack of ability to create control in the environment. Uh, when she was alive, you may have, she may have been uh, quite controlling in certain areas. Uh, and uh, this is one of the lessons that she needs to learn, that, um, that there is an otherness in the environment around her, and she needs to recognize that uh, so that she can interact with it better instead of trying to control things that really uh are no longer under her control uh we are speaking the words to her uh as we are speaking we have her in our tube and uh she is listening thank you
2: thank you and she's also asking about um, an update on France.
3: Yes. France is getting quite bored with hanging around, hanging around, and uh, he's <laughs> he's been trying to get his alcoholic tendencies under control, even though he is on the other side. It is not a, a, a tendency uh, that is only apparent in a physical life. It, it is a um, lack of uh, desire to be present. It is a desire to have everything be in such a harmonious place. There's no conflict. And uh, that any conflict just please disappear. So he did what he is working with. uh, And uh, he's a little scared to come back uh, until he gets it a little better under control. Thank you.
2: Thank you. And I would like to ask a question or a request. Um, Mimi, today, came home from the rehab center, and it's back in the apartment with Larry, and she's experiencing a huge amount of pain and um, just a request to work with her.
3: Yes. Well, you know, they have been keeping her under pain drugs, and so uh, now that the pain drugs are not given at regular cycles... Uh, she is experiencing more pain. We um, uh, we work with her.
2: Thank you, thank you very much. Actually, mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, it's still have a nurse that's so going to come over, and Larry will be giving her, I think, um, pain, pain drugs. So, okay. Thank you. Right. Next question is from Sija. When we send loving energy to Mother Earth with help from the higher sources as an individual or as a group, what impact are we having, and can we change the course of a negative event? Thank you
3: one of the things too is a problem in what you're doing is that when you um, look at your yourself and your postulate, it is within your own sphere, perhaps ten feet out now when you compare that to all of Earth. as Mother Earth is bigger than the whole of Earth. So you might, when you're sending um, healing to Mother Earth or to Earth, to um, picture the whole of Earth and send it to the whole of Earth. Don't just send it out from your small sphere.
2: Mhm. Thank you. Next question is from Alan Ferguson, and I I take note that Alan is one of those people. That seems to get a lot of re- response to his requests when he sends healing energy to people. And
0: um, um, you might. Yes,
2: he does. And the reason
3: he does this is he is such a so wonderfully passionate about his requests. And his requests are so much heard in that, like.
2: Yeah, I wanted people to hear why that happens because everyone wants to get that kind of um, response. So there's the key. And even in his email that he sent today, let me see, where is it? Okay, coming up, coming up. female. I know it's here. Well, let me let me ask the question I'll come back to to I'll come back to that. But David Ferringer is asking Is downloading pirated movies and software stealing in terms of karma,
3: how do you feel about it? Do you feel like this is a totally honorable, or honest thing to do? Or do you feel like it could possibly be stealing and something that could bring you karma? How do you feel about it? it makes a great deal of
2: difference. Yes, you know, I asked the question one time, if somebody goes into a war and has a very strong feeling that they're defending their country and and their family and they they kill someone, they may not get karma for that because it's... It's your inner response to what to what creates the karma. Yes, but there's not an absolute of this is wrong and this is right. Okay, and everyone well, has two
3: to... different layers of it. There are your own um, relation, your own relationship to what you have done, and uh, it's also. Um, uh societies the consensus reality uh and it all feeds into uh make up uh what happens on it
2: but the other side of my question would be there seems to be people that can do things without any conscience and you know even nuke a city and just walk away is that person creating karma or are they so immersed in their karma that they can do things without any conscience they
3: have an ability to um to move through barriers like service to totally to service the self uh without remorse um at some point in the future uh when they start to uh learn more lessons uh, realize more the karma can hit them mm-hmm.
2: So, it seems as if there's no karma, but it's kind of in a holding pattern.
3: It is, though, because you have all of the society that is building up this imbalance Maybe be wish corrected, even though the individual may be overlooking it all. Eventually, mm-hmm. this will catch up with them.
2: Okay. Now now I got Alan's question here. My gratitude and appreciation for the grace you have and continue to establish to me to know seems to know no bounds. my question when faced with a critical personal decision that affects not only me but innocent parties to To wit, to wit, I think it says to wit, I was all set to move to a new and cheaper apartment until I was told there is a delay with Homeland Security and they have to sign off on me. Now I am supposed to move on the 4th of August, but will have no place I can afford to stay in the interim. The vetting will continue from now until the ninth. So what is the best course of action that is best and for the highest good of all? Do you
3: do you My have question. a buddy that, do you have a buddy or a friend or uh, someone that you could stay with for a little while? Is someone in your area on the call that might be willing uh, to rent you a room in the meantime?
2: I don't know. who He's in New Jersey. I
3: don't know who's in New Jersey. Is there someone, if you placed an ad in the paper, is there someone that's having trouble with the rent that might have an extra room that you could move into in the meantime? Or maybe an
2: Airbnb, you know, somewhere.
3: Different possibilities uh, to put forward the questions, uh, to look in the papers. Uh, who is renting in the area, and what are they renting? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, is there somebody that needs somebody to house it for them while they? Um, go to some other part of the country for some meeting or something. You know, yeah, it's to... actually...
2: I was just gonna say, there's actually a website. There's actually a couple of websites for people who are looking for house sitters in different yeah. areas, yeah. and uh, they're, so, they're so happy to find someone.
3: Yes, yeah, so... somebody reliable and trustworthy. mm
2: mm-hmm. And I, I would also call those people up who were reviewing him and ask them, is there any way that you can speed up my review? Because I have to be out of my old place on the 4th. And I, I'm, I was really hoping this was going to work.
3: It they wouldn't might hurt to ask.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't hurt to ask, okay? And he closes, the boy placed in the light. Uh, last week or two weeks ago, the doctors have decided against drilling a hole in his head. So, once again, your grace abounds. Thank you, Alan. Okay. Thank you. And okay. we have one more question. Okay. And the question is from Joshua Tefertiller. Yes. In Pflugersville, Texas. Previously on a Wednesday, I had asked about my personal connection to the conference group. The response was very comforting, and I appreciate the information about the raw group. Are there any messages specifically? from the Ra group pertaining to my intent. Now what he says here, I don't know if this is possible. I don't think it is, but I'll read it as he says it. Uh pertaining to my intent to incarnate in the past and my current life. That's the way he words this uh sentence. Ra'an has mentioned before about a life in the time of Jesus. Was I trying to help in some way with the teachings or just trying to learn? Thank you, Joshua.
3: Thank you. The first is trying to learn, and then as you learn uh, and feel more confident, uh, then uh, there would be instances where the availability would show up for you to be able to teach. Um, this could be a teach-learn situation. Um, mm-hmm. So what was the other part of the question was he asking about? Reincarnation
2: into the past? You know, Joshua, if you're on the line, could you press star six and clarify the question? Because it sounds like you're saying is you want to reincarnate in the past, okay? And then it says, and my current life. And it doesn't make sense. I don't know if he's listening. Am I coming? Starships, uh, if you're listening. Yeah. Okay, well, if you when you listen to the replay, please clarify that question, okay? Yeah, please
3: ask uh, it again next week.
2: I mean, just for the record, you can't incarnate in the past. Is that right? Uh, this
3: is an interesting question. That's correct.
2: That's correct. Okay. The past is the past is the past. You know. And I don't think you can incarnate. Can you incarnate in the future?
3: As long as the future is there and you are available.
2: As long as you wait long enough, you'll be there, right?
3: You have possibilities if this is your goal.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, that is our last question. I'm just going through. And if you're on BBS, and even if you're on the phone line and you tuned in tonight, we do a, a call every night. It's called Whole Planet Healing. Every night at 7 o'clock. And on Monday and Wednesday, we are broadcast on BBS. And it's not designed to be an entertaining call. Um, it's designed to hold an energy for a positive shift for our planet and for ourselves. And many people are, I'll say, I've noticed people that sometimes are stuck in their life and don't know what to do, and they start coming to that call, and there's a good energy on the call. And they also realize that by being on that call, they're also performing a service because that call is service to the planet. But you can't do service, true service, without doing service for yourself as well. And people can come to that call By the time the call is over, um, they're kind of in an uplifted space. And before, they were depressed. Not everybody. Some people come in, and they're on fire. A lot of people do. And so, if you stay on BBS, we will be starting. You'll hear people checking in. It's on a different conference line. And you'll hear people checking in. on VBS, and then we'll start the call, and it just has a, a fairly unique format, and I hope you'll stand by and listen, and on that note, do our sources have any closing words for us?
0: Terry's line dropped out.
2: Terry's off the line? Yes. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Terry's going on to A Whole Planet Healing, so let's unmute everybody and you can say goodbye. Hang on a second.
1: Unmuted.
0: We are... We're live. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Where we heal the planet one day at a time. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to see your name and location?
4: Hello, Antonio. It's Jackie and Julian. Hi,
0: Jackie. Hi and Jackie. Jackie. And welcome Hi, to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to see your name and location?
2: Yeah, hey, positive uh-huh. greetings from Sedona, Antonio. Raiden.
5: Hey, Hi Raiden. Positive reading.
0: Reading. See so. Hi, Cecil. Hi. Thank hi, Cesar. You. You, hi, Ray. Hi, Cesar. Hi, hi. hi, everyone. Positive. Great. Welcome to Antonio Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hello, Antonio, and all. Hi, from Los Molinos. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Hello. Hello. Hmm. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Or do you like to say your name and location? It's been in Sedona.
1: Hi, Wayne. Hi,
0: Wayne. Hi,
2: Hey. That was April, not August, by the way. What was August?
0: You said it was August. It's April 4th. Oh, not really?
4: 4th. April. Oh.
0: Welcome it's to Hope Planet
4: Healing. Would you like well, to see your name and
0: back. location? Hi, this is Judy in Arizona. Hi, Judy. Hi, hello, everybody. Hi, Judy. Hi, Hi Judy. Hi, Sarah. Hello. We're in April hello. already. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to see your name and location?
3: Hi, this is Sarah from Chicago. Hi, Sarah. Hi, 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 Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi
2: Sarah. Hello, everyone. Sarah, someday we're going to interview you.
0: And learn about you
2: on a Thursday.
0: Well, unless you Zero don't want Planet to healing, would you like to see your name and location?
3: Hi, it's Kathleen from Bloomfield, Vermont. Hi,
0: Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. Yeah, yeah, about I Sorry about the other day, Kathleen. I fell asleep on the call. You didn't wake up until almost midnight.
3: That's okay. I did try to call you back, and it
0: went to Yeah. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to share your name and
3: location? Jill from Rochester, Minnesota. Hi, Jill. Hi, Jill.
0: Hi, Jill. Hello, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hello, friends. Another call joined in. Welcome. I did not hear a thing. But, I,
2: you know, I wanted to mention uh, somebody said, I said August instead of April, right? Oh. So I, I must oh, have been doing... An April r-
3: instead of August.
2: I said April instead of August. I must <laughs> have been doing an early an early April Fool's joke.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you just, I don't know, you get it wrong.
4: Well, You're in a time
0: warp, that's all. <laughs> but we're, we're in March. March
4: the 30th. Yeah.
1: Right?
0: Well, yeah. That's, that's pretty close. Right. Yep. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location?
1: Hi, Antonio. It's Bonnie in California. Hi, Bonnie. Oh,
0: Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie.
1: Hi, John. Hi, 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 hi. 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 You're you right
0: doing? on time. And it is yep. 7.05. And welcome to the night school. If we say your name and location.
2: <laughs> Roger
0: in Austin.
2: Hi, Roger. Hi, hi, hi Roger. Hi, Roger.
5: Welcome. Hi, everybody. All right, 7.05. And BBS isn't here yet, right?
3: They're here. I think they are.
5: Okay. Okay, cool. All right. So when are you going to open up before Jackie takes over?
2: I'll just say a few words. And All right. You know,
0: I, I say this for people in on BBS because we're All a right.
2: weird group.
0: We are weird. Okay. Welcome to Hope Planet <laughs> Would you like to see your name and location? Hi,
3: hey, Antonio. It's Jeannie and Citrus Heights. Hi,
0: Jeannie. Hello, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi. A, a few, a few short words. You were on BBS. Here you go. Muted. Yeah, uh, and not, I was okay. We're not recording yet. So it's uh, March, 30th.
2: March. 30th. The recording
4: okay. has started.
2: This is March thirtieth, two thousand twenty two. And this is our whole planet healing goal. And before Heise was running the the turn the audio tape on, I was saying that if you're listening on BBS, we can look really weird, okay? But the okay. fact of the matter is I've come to the conclusion everybody else is weird and we're sane, but they might put me away for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but you ever look at the world today? The insanity that's going on on it in politics, and war, and vaccines, and viruses, and and, uh, and there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. This is. This is a a shift of the ages. And, uh, you know, everything works energetically. And, you know, I do believe that these are the times that have been in various prophecies, including Jesus's, and that um, there's a battle between negative and positive happening in this realm and, and we are putting our little two cents in to make a difference and, you know, the, these communications we're having with our sources, we're not going to be talking to them on this call, but there's an energy on the call that some of you can feel. And you can consider the possibility that's that's them. If you heard our last call when we were talking to them, they're very transparent with us. They don't want to be worshipped, but they need to be asked because they honor free will and they can do amazing things. The RA group... Uh, and I believe it took me a while to believe this was true, but the Ra group built the pyramid, the great pyramid in Egypt, by thought, by thought projection. Okay, and uh, the Elohim created the universe, the beginning template of the universe, and they've told us how they did it. And um, on that note. I'm going to turn it over to Jackie.
4: Thank you so much, Win. Um So welcome, everybody, including our BBS radio listeners, to the Whole Planet Healing Conference Call. Now, this call involves a collaboration of all of you who have joined us tonight and our sources, the same ones that you experienced in the prior hour on DBS Radio, speaking to us through Terry Brown. And they have indicated they are adding their energy to our request for healing, primarily the planet, but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us. Wynne gave you a partial list of all the issues we consider on this call, and it's one of the reasons why this call was created. So let's begin with our usual suggestions. Let go of any distractions from your day. Get comfortable. Relax. Become centered and grounded. And let's gather and focus this elevated group energy and prepare to tackle and shift the issues that concern us tonight. Now, we officially begin this call by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work. Cecil?
5: Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance including those on BBS radio, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so, while maintaining the sovereign integrity of all our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie.
4: Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, at the beginning of this call every evening, both Winfrey and Terry Brown join us at the beginning and they take a few minutes to share some of their thoughts with us. So, Win, Terry.
2: Thank you. Um, of course, Terry is the person that channels. And, you know, for quite some time, I was like feeling I was in a science fiction movie and that they must be making a mistake or this can't be real. And then I asked them, was Terry ever anybody famous? And they told me to look up St. Catherine of Siena. And I found the story of this young woman who would go to the local church in Siena, Italy And the priests would write down everything she said because they thought God was speaking to them through her. And when she died, St. Catherine's dialogues with God became a classic of Catholic literature. And I don't believe there was another saint uh, or even anyone that I knew of, read about, in the history of Catholicism it was channeling. And you know, I, I studied Saint Catherine and I found pictures and Terry was the spitting image of Saint Catherine. And I learned because we've had a lot of proof of this phenomena, I've learned that people look like their past lives because your soul when you die, your soul carries your DNA into the new body. So in addition to looking you know, like your parents, and there's all kinds of influences, somebody that had a strong expression in their life, always, I haven't seen an, any exceptions to this, always will have some resemblance and sometimes an extraordinary resemblance. You know, I wrote the book that ties David Wilcock to Edgar Casey. And one of the first things I learned when I first discovered Wilcock is that he was the spitting image of a young Edgar Casey. His father looked like Edgar Casey's father, and his girlfriend looked like Edgar Casey's wife. And I've known although I've never had evidence of it, that you meet the same people from lifetime to lifetime. So, but you can't really prove this unless you are famous, okay? And we've had a number of famous people like Terry and myself. I don't want to talk about myself, but Terry was a saint. I'm sure of it, you know. The more I studied Queen Catherine, the more I became certain. And how are you are going to hear her say hello? But she is extremely loving and very reserved and shy. And she doesn't have any ego about it. But she knows it's true. And I turn it over to Terry.
3: Hi, everybody. <clears throat> yeah, I remember um, being Catherine. And I remember it's like I really felt like I was different and I was weird and like one of the things, it's like we get in a healing circle and then uh, I would do a healing on somebody and I would levitate to the level uh, of uh, where I could send the uh, healing energy to them Uh from the best angle. And 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 they were you know, some of them like from a woman painted. Like it's like I uh, it was very embarrassing. Um and um it was uh, it it was a hard lifetime and I find myself doing stuff in this lifetime uh, like um uh, writing. I it's like I Uh, think of, like, if I wrote a letter to somebody in government, if it might make a difference. And uh, as Catherine, I was writing letters, where I would see uh, corruption and things like that, like, I would try to get it handled in some way. So um, I've had a lot of realizations about... Uh, how Catherine was the way she was, (laughs) and uh, then sometimes we'd say, you know, did you read the dialogues, Catherine's dialogues, and uh, I would say, uh, well, you know, I tried to read them, but, you know, every time I read them, it's like I I think, 'Oh, oh, my gosh, they need editing, you know, they need work. Or they need updating or something. Anyway, uh, we've done a couple thousand of channelings, and they're available on the spiritchannel.net. dot net. And uh, I'm so glad everybody's here. And uh, I'll turn it back to Jackie.
2: Well, you know, and I wanted to thanks. make one comment. You know, I know Terry for years, and we used to do things together. We used to uh, go to, uh, various swap meets and street fairs, and occasionally we did a really expensive festival, and we were selling sunglasses, and she came to help, and, um, oftentimes somebody who would be down and out would <laughs> come by the booth, and Terry would be sitting there talking to them, and I'm thinking... We spend $50 an hour to be here, to get this opportunity. And she's talking to that down-and-out person. And I realize it's built into her system to always want to cheer somebody up and always want to reach to people that need help. And it used to drive me crazy, and until I realized I was one of those people. (laughs) I had her being my advocate. So in any case, back to you, Jackie.
4: Thank you so much, Terry and Wynne. I I love those stories. They're so great. And yes, Terry is still a saint in this lifetime. Well, I would like to emphasize and encourage everyone (laughs) to visit net. And uh, Terry Brown is responsible for the majority of the channeled messages that are on that site. And um, it just contains a wealth of information. And fortunately for us, we have Bonnie from Corona, California, next on our call, who every single night goes into these archives and chooses a channeled message um, that would be of interest to us either from these archives or a compatible resource. And she shares it with us each evening. So, Bonnie, what do you have for us tonight?
1: Hi, thank you. Okay, uh, we're going to visit a call that took place on March 6, 2013. And this was a Wednesday night question and answer call, just like the one we had uh the, in the last hour and this is a question i was uh inspired to uh read a question and answer from 2013 about the veil uh because somebody had asked the question a similar question tonight on our Wednesday night call so uh, it were 2013 somebody had asked a question After when called in the light, the first question was asked, and it reads, are the veil and the quarantine the same thing? Can you expand about the veil? What is the veil, and why is there a veil? And Ra'an, through Terry, answers, the veil and quarantine are not the same thing. The veil is the effect of the manifest adjective search. We search for the word, the body systems, which have come through the genetic line, which are not the same as the soul. They are not the same as the astral. They are not the same as the mind. They have their effect. When an individual is born, there is also the effect of the stars. There are various effects in the physical universe when an individual is born. When an individual grows, there is consensus reality. This brings energies to bear upon the individual. There are families that the individual grows up in. And this brings energy of the nature of the family to the individual. As the individual grows up, these all make a veil. These all have a frequency. These all have an effect upon the individual. And the individual then is focused upon these things such as the family, the consensus reality, what is going on in the media. These energies, the energies of the location where the individual is raised, they have an effect upon the individual, him or herself. Because the individual is focused upon these things, they act as a veil being focused upon home where the individual came from the individual the individual's past lives to the individual it is a focusing matter that the individual in his or her own free will place places themselves within the veil of their surroundings their surroundings, and all of the energies connected with the surroundings, all of the body systems, the foods that the person eats, the genetics of the person, these all feed in data to the individual. The individual focuses within this framework and as such is focused upon manifestations that bring him what could be called within the veil. Quarantine is different in that there is quarantine on the planet as space travel used to be accomplished to come to the planet. There is a connection in the galaxy and galaxies beyond of space travel, of spaceship, of UFOs wherein individuals could have a trip, could plan a vacation going from planet to planet to vacation on different planets, could visit different planets. However, Earth being on the edge of the Milky Way galaxy and being of a war-like nature, a place where it is not as peaceful as some other areas, has gotten a quarantine upon it. This is what we see as the quarantine. We hope that helps answer some of your questions. And I thought that was some interesting information. I will turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys. Thank you.
4: Thank you so much, Bonnie. And you're right. That was really interesting. Now, in the next portion of our call, we get together with Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, who researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And we do this because our sources have asked us to stay tr- uh, on track of these current events. They've also advised us that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness. So relax into that feeling of calmness, get in touch with it, and as Jennifer takes us to each area of activity over the planet, let's passionately radiate that calming frequency to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thank you, Jackie.
6: Tonight, as we begin our journey, we want to invite the spirit of Mother Earth to come with us she can enhance our intention for calming. First place we're going to stop tonight is the Big Island of Hawaii. And there was a little bit more activity there today. We did have a 3.7 at Pahala. And this is the area that we're keeping an eye on because it's always always a lot of activity there. Usually it's quite low. And then looking um, north, we go up to Mauna Kea, which is at the north end of the island we had one, uh, an activity there, 2.1. And then we also had a 2.5 north of Mauna Kea, up in the sea, north of the island. And then we had a couple low levels on Mauna Loa. By low levels, I mean something that's lower than two. We had three little ones up on the uh, Mauna Loa. So let's just send, for a quick moment, send calming down. Be the calm. Send this liquid love light down to calm the seas, the fault lines, fracture zones, hot spots, and any undersea volcanoes, because they all combine to affect this region. And now we're going to move southward down to the New Zealand area. And of course, we all know every night there's something going on there. But we moved down, we had a 4.8, and this is in the Tasman Sea, which is between Australia and New Zealand. Moving northward um, along the Kermadec Trench, we had a 4.7. And at the top of the Kermadec Trench, we had a 4.7 at Tonga. Now we're going to turn west, and we're going to head over to, they call it New Caledonia or Loyalty Islands. We had a 6.9 there today, and multiple others right on, right on top of this. There was a 5.1 and a couple fours in this area, and it was directly on that trench that runs through um, to Indonesia. And then moving westward to Papua New Guinea, we had a 4.5. Continuing a little bit further westward to Papua, we had a 4.8, and then moving into the Indonesian Crescent, we had a 5.0 and other 4s and assorted seismic activities there. And then moving north, we come to Japan where we had a 4.5 and a 4.2. And then continuing north to um, the Aleutians, we come up to Alaska. We had a 4.4 out on Rat Island, which is one of the the, uh, furthest to the west. Aleutian Islands. So it's pretty far out. And then looking at the mainland, we just had twos, which is really unusual. And moving down to Canada, we come to Alberta, we had a 3.0. Usually they don't they don't notate them, they don't tell us <laughs> what's happening. So we want to send Alberta some calm. Moving down into Washington, not much of anything happening, but we do want to send calming to uh, Mount St. Helens, and also Mount Rainier, down through Oregon, once again, pretty quiet, but we send calm to Mount Hood, and also Three Sisters Volcanoes, and then moving down into California, everything was going along really well (laughs) today, Uh, the geysers region is always swarming, San Andreas Fall, just a little activity there, down to Southern Cal, Southern California was all under three. And then looking at the eastern side of the state, um, we just had a 4.0 at Round Valley. Now this, if you're not familiar, this is part of the Long Valley, Caldera area, and it's near Owens Valley, if you know where that is. And then moving down to Ridgecrest, we just had low levels. And then before we leave the U.S., I do want to bring attention and calming to West Yellowstone. It's been a little bit active there in the last several days. Um, it's all low-level, but there have been multiples, um, right one right on top of the other. So we send calm to West Yellowstone. Also, West Texas, um, they're still having swarming. They had some threes there. And also Oklahoma had a couple little activities today. Now we're going to move down into Mexico, where we had a 4.1 was the largest, and then everything else was left. Down to Guatemala, we had a 5.4 in the sea. Down to Costa Rica, where we had a 4.2. And then before we leave this region, I want to mention Haiti. We did have a 4.0 there today. And then now moving down into South America, we had a 5.1 in Peru, 5.0 in Chile, and a 4.1 in Argentina. And then round the tip of South America and head eastward, we come to the South Sandwich Islands. We had a 5.1, going to come up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, which runs all the way up the Atlantic Ocean, And we're going to stop at the Azores. Um, The Azores is still swarming, although the number of activities has lessened. Uh, But they did have a 3.6 today, so that's kind of edging up towards the 4 mark. And then we're going to move across Europe, which was very quiet today, 2s and less. until we get to Italy, and we had a 4.0. Greece, we had 3s. There was a 4.0 in the Caspian Sea which is in the area where um, Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan, in that area. And then we move, continue eastward to Tajikistan. We had a 4.6, 4.3 in India, and then all the way up in Siberia, we had a 4.5, and then south again to southern China, and we had a 4.5 there. And then that brings us back to where we started, which is the Ring of Fire. I'd like to thank everybody for participation, and I'll send you all
4: back to Jackie. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, in just a few moments, Wynn will be taking us on his guided visualization, and he'll be addressing many of those other issues that concern us in our world. But right now, the phone lines are being unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you're listening to us on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And I'd like to thank everyone for your contributions tonight.
1: Unmuted.
2: I would like to put into love, light like healing, assistance, and protection for the beautiful Mother Earth, our human family, flora and fauna, and all the sentient beings. Thank you so much.
5: Tom, Tom in San Jose, support and protection for Sydney Powell and Michael Lindell. Thank you.
4: This is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. I'd like to put the awakening of the human race into the light, and ask fellows, humans to accelerate our awakening. We're in a struggle on this planet at this particular time period, a struggle to survive and a struggle for sovereignty, and a struggle to live in a state of love and unity and goodwill for all. We're up against a well-established power structure that wants none of those things for us. Our best hope is simply to awaken to our true situation as quickly as possible. The controllers have hidden themselves from the population through lies. The sooner we see through those lies, the sooner we will be free of them. Thank you.
2: This is John. I'd like to ask for more rain or because needs like, almost dry. Thank you.
0: Anyone else before we go into the
2: next segment? I would just like to keep Mimi in the light for healing and for pain reduction. Muted. And this is when, and we're going to do a scan of planet Earth. And we're gonna be hitting as many of the how shall we say it uh bumps in the road and putting in energy to smooth them out to increase the chances of a positive future for our planet and ourselves, which is somewhat hanging. In uh, a certain amount of jeopardy right now. And a lot of people say things may get worse before they get better. So we have a group energy. It's all of us on this line. And however many of our sources on the other side are helping, participating, and they make things stronger. They increase the chances of something shifting, and we're going through patterns that have been developed over many, many years that are coming to... uh, Fruition, both negative and positive. So we surround our planet with our group energy and we act as cosmic repeater stations, repeating the energy, love light energy of the higher realms to the surface of our planet and asking to lift the energy wherever. This energy can be received. And we focus it on the humans who are a service to others on our planet. And we focus it on the children and the young people who are sensitive to energies, but many of them don't have wisdom. If not most, and they're being propagandized very hard to not explore the negative agendas on our planet, and we ask for the quality of wisdom as they get older, so they can be sharper and they can make a greater contribution. We go to the animals of our planet and the pets, and we send this energy and asking that, particularly the pets, who help keep their owners' hearts open, can keep doing that even to a greater extent. We go to the plants, the trees, the bushes, the grass, that bring in energy from the higher realms over through their bodies and their roots into the earth. And we send calm, peaceful energy. We go to the rocks, minerals, and the crystals that are all anchors for this energy, and we just increase it. We go to the insects and particularly the insects that are part of the balance of nature, and we ask for their sustenance and and the request that they can uh, keep themselves above extinction. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales, and then we go into the earth and the earth has a huge energy field that expands into the entire interior and through the surface to all the beings that are on our surface. The earth extends through the surface of the earth and has to process the negativity of humans, particularly with the war that's going on with bombs dropping and missiles going off, and we send healing, loving energy to planet earth. And gratitude for giving us this opportunity to have physical bodies on our surface. We go to the energy waves that travel through the earth that terminate in potential earthquakes and potential volcanoes and we send them calm energy. We're going back to the surface of the Earth, and we're going to work with the earthquake and volcano zones. The earthquakes and volcanoes, the potential for the future. We go to the Ring of Fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean, and we put a column of light going across the Pacific from Asia to North America. Asia and Australia to North America, Central America and South America, going as high as Alaska and touching the islands that are vulnerable. And went to the New Madrid floor line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. And we send down a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter, penetrating through the grounds and connecting with all the fault lines, bringing calm energy. We go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. And we install a column of light, hundreds of miles in diameter, penetrating through the ground with calm energy. We go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, running from the North Pole through Iceland and down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean as far south as the tip of South America. We go to all of the other fault lines anywhere on the planet. We ask our sources to help locate them and send this calm energy and any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the earth is releasing stress can happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet. The first thing is the coronavirus and its mutations and any other new viruses or maladies can be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans, and we ask that they be strengthened. We go to the vaccines, to the toxins in vaccines, and we ask that they can be transmuted. We go to all the agendas of the negative elite and we ask for obstacles and we ask for more humans to become aware. We go to the awareness of the population of what's going on and that that awareness can increase the strength of the collective energy towards the positive. We go to the awareness of people of the higher realms, the God realms, the realms that need to be asked to provide their service. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We ask for transmutation of of toxic materials, starting with radiation. Chemtrails. Radio frequency and microwave and five G It's harmful to humans anything in air in air, food, water or medicine. We ask for gentle rain in all those places where there are droughts. And reiterating John's request for Lake Mead.
5: We go to the governments
2: of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe and protected.
0: benevolence and um,
2: compassion courage. Integrity and ethics, and that those countries who are adversarial can find ways and means to solve their differences peacefully. And we particularly send this energy to the entire country of Ukraine. and Russia for peace. We go to interventions. I think we did interventions. We're going to bring the energy back to ourselves. We see the energy flowing through the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through our solar system through the outer energy fields of planet Earth and landing on our rooftop where we can invite this energy into our home. And if we're comfortable, we let this energy flow through our home and lift the vibrations, putting our home into a sacred place, transmuting negativity. We surround our home with this energy. Protecting us from any negative vibrations outside the boundaries of our home. And we can invite this energy through our bodies. We see it coming in from the crown chakra, moving down all of our chakras. Special attention to the heart chakra. We remind ourselves that we are each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily trapped or experiencing these physical bodies on planet Earth, and we are immortal, and we're going to end the verbal part of this call. Leave the lines open for all of you who want to hold this space for as long as you like. And I thank everybody who is coming on this call, supporting this work, the people that are volunteering. We do this call every night over a phone line. You can get the phone number on thespiritchannel.net. Thespiritchannel.net. And we will see you next time.
4: This session is no longer being recorded.